Hi everyone, welcome to the next instalment of the uh, Britain's Intercourse Business Cluster Shadowboard Podcasts. Uh, my name is Jason Savage, I'm the current chair of the Shadowboard, and today I'm joined by Andrew, who is one of our board directors. Uh, so Andrew, do you want to uh, introduce yourself and um, tell us a little bit about um, your career history today and uh, where you are now? Yeah, okay. Um, so um, thanks Jason. Um, my name is Andrew Clidero, I'm um, Finance Director and Treasurer of the Cluster, um, and I'm also in the day job Finance Director of Cars Engineering, um, who are based here in Cumbria. Um, so that's what I do now. I suppose um, in terms of my history to date, um, I'm not originally from Cumbria or Carlisle, close to Carlisle where I live now. Um, I'm originally from Manchester, um, but I've lived in Cumbria about 15 years now, something like that. So, so my history today is um, I went to university in York, um, studied management studies. I didn't study accountancy um, as such. Um, it was much more of a, ben a general um, business degree, really, which is much more of a rounded bit of marketing, bit of HR, a little bit of finance. Um, so when I left university, um, like most people, I think, I wasn't entirely sure what I wanted to do. Um, I knew I wanted to work in business um, and I, I recognise that I'd probably have to specialise in an area. So um, my first proper job was um, I worked for Nestle Roundtree in York, a huge employer in York. They certainly were at the time. Um, Kit Kat, Polos, all, all the good stuff, Yorkie. Um, I got a job there working in the finance shared service department and it was brilliant. Um, I worked there um, in York for a couple of years. I had a really good boss. Uh, it was a really good team. And they supported me through um, my accountancy exams. So I think the unfortunate truth about finance is um, a degree isn't enough. Mm -hmm. Even if you do a degree in finance, it isn't enough. You have to do um, a post-degree qualification, or not even if you haven't done a degree, um, to become a chartered accountant. Yeah. So, so I did that, and it was grim. Um, so I, I was working full-time and doing that qualification. But you know, working for Nestle, it was okay as a job, but they were really good with study support, time off to do my exams. So I worked for them for about five years, something like that. Um, and that's how I ended up living in Cumbria. After a couple of years working in York, they asked me, would I um, move? Mm. Um, which is great. Um, for me at the time, really, a move to, to Cumbria was, um, was a bit random. Um, I didn't know anybody up here. Um, so we moved up, my girlfriend moved up with me. Um, my wife now she got a role up here we settled up here and it was brilliant in terms of our interests like my interests um like i'm well into you know hiking mountain biking cycling running it just ticked every box i needed so to be honest it was much as much a lifestyle move as a professional move um but i passed my exams we stayed up here i moved around a little bit more with nestle over the next couple of years on specific projects and stuff, but but we stayed in Cumbria. Um, so I worked for Nestle. 
I worked for Story Group for seven years um, in Carlisle, um, another you know significant high-profile employer in the town, which, which is brilliant. Again, um, good team, good people. I really like working there. Um, did loads of different stuff for them in their rail construction, house building, land businesses. Um, I was fully qualified then, um, and then. I suppose my introduction more into you know the nuclear businesses within Cumbria. Um, I moved to Mighty, so Mighty One FM, who were a huge employer on Sellafield and in Cumbria in general. Hundreds of people working on Sellafield, managing the, the cleaning, security, waste, some engineering contracts on site. So I went there as um, head of finance and commercial, and that was the real move that it was great from a career point of view but it was just enormously out of my comfort zone i knew stories i knew the business i knew the people and i recognized at the time that really i should just go and do something different just to push me on a bit so i did um it was much more of a client facing role it was a difficult role the contract was commercially complicated um, and it was a, a big learning curve for me, um, and I'm glad I did it. Yeah, good team, good people. Um, was there for about three years. Um, again, you know, sometimes these things are a bit random. I wasn't enormously looking for a move, but I was approached about um, a potential role with cars who um, are what well, they're a UK PLC with a proper global operation at the time, um, you know, still um, New Zealand, South America, the US, Europe. Um, I knew about them. I was always intrigued and, and a, a little bit uh, wanted to know more about cars. I came, looked at a role, and it was just for me. So um, I moved here um, and originally as head of um, business finance, which is much more of a group-wide role. And then more recently, specialise in their engineering businesses. Um, so, Cars Engineering, Cars Group overall is 20 plus businesses based all around the world. Cars Engineering is seven businesses, um, four of which were in the UK, um, and two of which are in Cumbria. Probably the most high profile of which is Bendel's, based here in Carlisle. Um, and for me, this, this role is brilliant. It's some good people, some good businesses, very much, you know, engineering contracts, projects type business that I understand. Um, and and that, that's the role I do today. Fantastic. I think that's a really, that was a really good uh, summary. And I, I particularly liked when you said about um, when Nestle were helping you do your qualifications, but it was hard graft. Because I think a lot of the time, it might be, you know, and the fact about getting into finance and stuff about a degree, but that's not enough. And I don't think enough, that's not sort of publicised, I don't think, sufficiently. And actually, it is really hard graph. And a lot a lot of people maybe do it, but it's really hard work. Um, and it isn't just something that people should expect employers just to do because it's, it's a, a two-way street. We want employers to be able to develop people, but we want people to understand that, like, to be developed, it is quite difficult. Um, well, it's, re it's really easy, isn't it? To, to pass your exams, do all that, and then 
pretend it was easy and predictably. Yeah. And, and you do you do see that. Like unfortunately, you need to do it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I still remember how hard it was. So it I don't um yeah, we, we like to to recognize that when you know we're all working hard in the day job. Yeah. Then you have to go home and do another three or four hours study. It's it's not easy and it, and it's years of work, but you unfortunately that's just the way yeah. it is. Yeah. So um in terms of you mentioned you were the balance director for the um Beck BC. Yeah. So do you wanna do you wanna tell us how did you get involved in Beck BC to begin with and how did you sort of fall into or go into um that role with the cluster? Yeah, okay. Um so cars. And previously, my team, um, my last two businesses I've worked for have both been members of the cluster and I've attended meetings more with cars than with Mighty, really. Um, prior to becoming involved as a director, I was always interested in the cluster. I think it, you know, it's, it's, it was always worthwhile for cars from a purely business perspective to be involved, and it, and it still is. I think um, that was where the, my level of understanding grew. Ivan, um, Ivan Baldwin as well was a previous employee at Cars. We, we didn't, our past didn't really cross because Ivan moved on just as I joined. But I also, but, but you know, because of that, I knew a lot about the cluster, and Ivan probably set the foundation for Cars being involved to the level it still is today. How I became involved with FD was, um, I just saw something online that said they were looking for somebody. Um, at the time, I saw it as an opportunity personally to get a little bit more experience and also, you know, for cars as well to, to get a little bit more involved. So I did. I had a chat with Ivan, understood pretty quickly, yeah, I could do a job and I think I could help. So that's that's how I got involved. I suppose the timing was, it couldn't have been worse, really, um, because I, I joined the cluster in, February 20, we all know what happened in March 20 um, in terms of COVID. So I suppose, you know, my original objectives for the cluster were getting a little bit involved, trying to be a little bit more commercial with how we understand, you know, financially how the cluster works, budgeting, making sure it's, it's sustainable as an organisation. That all just changed really on day one um, as we were forced to just, you know, it was crisis management mode really like no different than pretty much every business in the UK um we were forced to look at you know how we were operating at the time how we would operate through COVID and just to make sure we were still there after COVID so um that that's how I got involved probably for the first year 18 months with the cluster so it'd be just about two years this month or last month. Yeah. Okay, involved. And but I think would you saying it was a bad time? It's probably also for the cluster a good time for you to join because we'd have had to go through quite a bit of complications with obviously the way the business runs. Because maybe sometimes people Beck BC is a business. It had you know we have income and we have expenditure and and COVID had a massive impact on how we delivered our our work, our meetings, etc. 
So probably it was a bad time for you, but a good time for the cluster to have somebody with that experience and that mindset of wanting to be more commercial to look at, right, how do we how do we get value for money for the, for the members, but also maximise the fact that how we can deliver? Because although we're a not-for-profit organisation, if we can deliver things more efficient, efficiently, then we can deliver more. So, it, you know, not... 100%. I suppose, you know, in the day job, everything that cars does and did through COVID, the agriculture business, the engineering business, these were um, nationally important businesses that needed to continue to operate. In engineering, it was it was immediate, sorry, it was immediately obvious that the projects that we were doing for Sellafield and for other organisations like that needed to continue. We, we weren't in the position where we could just go and you know, go just all go home, furlough the staff for a year and just just come back. And the cluster was a bit like that as well. Yeah. I think um I still think the, the way the cluster operated through that period, the way it, it, it moved to online, um, the way the meetings continued to operate, it, it did it really well. And it did it um before a lot of organizations understood how they continue to operate. Yeah. So from a finance point of view, we needed to make sure that our income opportunities were clearly going to be limited, but we needed to continue to operate. So if the, you know, there are other um, things the cluster does in terms of other events and awards and things like that, which contribute um, to its operating model, but they all stopped. So we had to say, right, actually, if we're just working online, what does that mean in terms of our income? And what does it mean in terms of, you know, who we're going to have to pay to allow us to do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, moving past that a little bit then, and, and yeah. so, um, what we always want to do with these podcasts is give a little bit of a, of a, a nugget of some advice to younger people. So what, what sort of advice would you give um, maybe to younger people wanting to go out and find? I think you've already sort of touched on one, one point, which maybe uh, education through a degree is good, but actually there's a lot of... Um, of your certification um, and your professional body stuff that you need to go through. Is there any sort of other like advice that you would give to people looking to get into, into the industry? Well, well, first of all, that's absolutely right in terms of education through a degree is good, but it's, it's definitely not the only route into, you know, a, a senior finance role. And um, people do get a little bit tunnel vision sometimes on, on doing a degree. And, you know, there's an awful lot of people do a degree. They don't know why they're doing it. They just want to do a degree. I suppose into finance, um, apprenticeship routes into finance or something like big accountancy firms, big four accountancy firms are now using as one of their key routes into their organisations, probably from A level. Mm. So you know, th there's a lot of merit in that. And I suppose in finance as well, you either, you can qualify through an accountancy firm or a big accountancy firm, a local accountancy firm, or you can go into industry. I always wanted really to work in industry. I didn't, I didn't see, um, I didn't want to work for an accountancy firm, but, but, but that's just your know, personal preference. Yeah. It's also the opportunity that's available where you live. So, you know, understanding that a degree isn't the only option, understanding that working for a big accountancy firm isn't the only option is important. Yeah. And we have quite a lot of smaller businesses. Obviously, with the cluster, we have we have hundreds of small businesses who all need financial support and things like that. So Cumbria is probably a good place for getting into 
that sector whether you want to be in industry or you want to be in in practice yeah and, and i do believe cumbria you know is a great place to live in terms of what it can offer in terms of a lifestyle and 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 a finance career you know gives you that there are a lot of you know we, we don't have a massive presence in cumbria from the big four accountancy firms, but that's not the only option. You don't want to move to Newcastle. You don't want to move to Manchester. There are small accountancy firms, a lot of which are, are closely involved with the cluster. Yeah. Some people like that, you know, th these do offer great career routes into finance. Yeah. Fantastic. Right. Um, I think that brings us to a close. Thank, thank you very much, Andrew. I think that was really, that was really good to get your sort of background, uh, how you're involved in the cluster and some advice to young people. Um, so uh, thank you very much. All right. Thank you very much. Yes. Bye. Good night.